On today's episode, I'm talking about identity and what can really get in our way of finally making a change. This is how legends are made. Hi there, and thanks for joining me. Um, today, I want to talk about identity. Just maybe in a small bite size, that's kind of heavy when you say it that way, but it's actually just about identifying what we really hold to be values or beliefs of who we are. And this came about from a conversation when we were discussing um, how we make people feel a certain way. So the example being that we make someone feel happy or make them feel sad. And it began to raise questions about maybe who they are. Because I offered the idea that we don't actually make people feel anything. The idea is that we could say something, we could give a gesture in a particular way or a certain situation means for the other person that they can be happy or they can be sad. It's the meaning they're giving the exchange that creates the emotion. There is an anchor or a trigger which then creates um, the response in the brain to give out the happy or the sad chemicals and the body responds. But fundamentally, we don't go and make someone feel happy. And if you question it, here's a very simple little test. When you felt sad, and I'm sure this has happened when you felt sad, has anyone smiled at you? And has that, that smile made you happy every single time? I don't think so. I know personally it hasn't done for me. Sometimes it can do, but not always. Sometimes the smile can make things worse or it doesn't help at all. So the idea that we make someone feel happy by smiling doesn't play out, doesn't always work. So when we begin to challenge that, it's interesting the response we get. And the response I was getting was that by saying that I make him or her feel sad or happy, there was an automatic response to feel that it was their fault, that I had to take responsibility for it and then repair whatever damage has been caused. And it was interesting when we began to discuss the idea that maybe we don't make people feel things, that they were resistant to the idea that was true, despite maybe what I offered as an example. What was interesting is that we had to look at the consequence of accepting that idea. And the consequence of, the idea, of that idea is that therefore they aren't at fault, that they don't have to necessarily believe that they have to judge themselves, that they can see the situation from a different perspective. They don't have to rush in somehow feeling guilty, if you like, to then repair and make that person feel better. It's, not, it's a choice. They don't have to do that. But what was interesting is that because they had the resistance, because it would change their way of behaving, the resistance indicated that they held on to that idea of helping, of caring, of repairing, and of judgment and fault as being very intrinsic to who they were. Now, I should say that doesn't mean that we don't care and don't support people who are going through a struggle or difficulty or whatever we may have said has, has triggered something. We can recognize a trigger, we can support and empathize and be compassionate, that can continue, but what we remove is the blame, that fault finding inside, that judgment inside ourselves that we need to then do it because we've caused it. And I really invite you to consider that when we do have resistance to certain changes or certain ideas, it's worth examining, even just for the fun of it, is to play out the consequences of adopting this new behavior. What's going to happen? And it can be that that can be an indicator to how deeply we hold on to the current belief system. Now, for example, 
take the idea about dieting. Um, you may find that you don't successfully diet for whatever reason, because there could be a consequence towards that which you kind of fear in some way. Uh, an example could be that if you believe your partner uh, loves you as you are, that you were to change your diet in some form, uh, that or change your well-being in some form, that that would create a detriment to your relationship with your partner. As a for example, you would be resistant to the idea because the consequences of how you identify yourself as being in a relationship as a partner to someone else could be in jeopardy. So you would reverse away. So I'd like you to just have a think about when you've stumbled over committing certain things or you've held back. Maybe a great question to ask is, if I take this new path or change my behavior in some way, what are the consequences? What could happen? And is there anything there that I'm actually scared of changing that actually is inhibiting me? And question it, have a conversation, become aware of it at the very least. You may find that could be enough to create the final steps that you need to, to get you to where you wanna be. So from this long conversation about identity, I hope you've got something that's quite useful about how we need to recognize that we can be behaving based on certain consequences of change. So apply it to your life, see what you think it may work, may be applicable for you, and drop me a comment, great to hear from you. If you have got some value from this, of course, give it a like, give it a thumbs up, I really appreciate that. But for now, I hope you're doing super well wherever you are, and I'll catch you in the next episode. This is how legends are made.